Welcome to the final week, the last game, the goodbye to the season Sunday for the Eagles, who close out 2016 on the first day of 2017 with a game against the Dallas Cowboys at Lincoln Financial Field. We all looked at the schedule when it came out in the spring and said finishing against the Cowboys could be huge. Turns out Dallas is 13-2 and and heading to the playoffs. And the Eagles are 6-9 and and heading home after this game. This is the Eagles Live Podcast, episode 58, and I'm in Insider Dave Spadaro, and yes, this is the last game for the Eagles this season. A new era started for the football team under rookie head coach Doug Peterson and a trade just before the start of the regular season thrust rookie quarterback Carson Wentz into the starting role. The Eagles opened with three dominating wins in September, had their bye week, and just weren't the same team after. Right tackle Lane Johnson's 10-game suspension crippled the offense. Too many self-inflicted wounds along the way cost the Eagles, who lost their first six games that were decided by no more than one score. And the defense did not have a level of consistency in getting to the quarterback or defending in the secondary. The result? This game is the end, and it is a very strange feeling, says safety Malcolm Jenkins, the reigning NFC Defensive Player of the Week. It's weird understanding that this is kind of that week, and, and you understand that um, there's a lot of teams across the league that are kind of doing the same thing. This everything that happens this week is the last of whatever. So today is the last, you know, Wednesday practice. You're going through the last of everything. A weird feeling. It's a little disappointing, but you know, at the end of the day, we got a game to play, and we're trying to get ready, get our minds in the right mind frame to go out there and compete. You know, obviously, this whole week is kind of a harsh reminder that you didn't reach what you set out to uh, earlier in the spring. The Eagles haven't been in the playoffs since 2013 and haven't won a playoff game since 2008. Remarkable after all of that success from 2000 to 2008 and hard to digest, but Jenkins knows the ebbs and flows of an NFL career and he understands just how difficult it is to win on a consistent basis in this league. I recognize how fortunate I was as a young player to be in a situation where four out of the first five years I played in the league, we were in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs. Obviously, the last three years haven't been, but that's on par for you know a guy who's played eight years in the league. It's a hard thing to do. Winning in this league is not easy, uh, and I recognize that. So you know, although it's frustrating, I do understand that there's a process to building teams. There's a process to winning. Uh, right now, I'm hopeful because I see you know the pieces we have and which direction this team is trending in, and I like where we're at. So, you know, with that in mind, uh, it's just, you know, a game of patience. There were several key moments during the season, and one of them occurred when the Eagles and Cowboys first met on October 30th at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The Eagles had a 23-13 lead with 13-plus minutes remaining in the fourth quarter, but running back Wendell Smallwood turned the ball over with a fumble, and in truth, Smallwood was hit just as he took the handoff from quarterback Carson Wentz, and Dallas took possession of the football and the game and eventually won in overtime. The loss made the Eagles 4-3, and sent them to New York the next week, where they fell to 4-4 four and four at the season's halfway point. The Eagles are 2-5 and five in the second half of the year. Losing in Dallas stung then, and as it turned out, changed the course of the season. Middle linebacker Jordan Hicks recalls the feeling he had leaving Texas late that Sunday night. Disappointed, knowing that we had lost a game that we felt we should have won. We put ourselves early in that game in a good opportunity, the opportunity that we wanted to be in, the position we wanted to be in, and then 
those last, you know, six to four minutes just kind of derailed ourselves and played uncharacteristic the way we had been playing the whole game. So it was definitely disappointing. I listened to Malcolm talk about the margin of error. We just have shot ourselves in the foot, and that's one of those instances. Find out what it really feels like to play for the Eagles with the all-new Eagles Fantasy Camp held from April 6th through the 8th at Lincoln Financial Field. The weekend includes Eagles legends, team practices and games, behind-the-scenes tours, and much more. Register now at EaglesFantasyCamp.com. What is the significance of Sunday? The Eagles want to win, plain and simple, says Pro Bowl defensive tackle Fletcher Cox, who thinks winning late against New York and Dallas can help send the Eagles into the offseason with a positive mind frame. Absolutely. I mean, it gives guys, you know, positive attitudes and knowing that, you know, we're coming back, you know, back into the offseason with a lot of energy. I know guys will be ready to go. So I feel like, you know, you get that win, you know, the last win of the year, knowing that it's our last game of the year, it takes that momentum to kind of carry over to the offseason. Wentz, who starts his 16th game on Sunday and becomes the first Eagles quarterback to start 16 games in a season since Donovan McNabb did it in 2008 when the Eagles went to the NFC Championship game, echoes how Cox feels about winning on Sunday. It's always good to come out with a W, says Wentz, and yeah, it does make a difference. You know, I think that's huge for us, especially in NFC East, two rivalry games like that. I think it'll give us a lot of confidence going forward. We know we're a good football team. We know we've been in all these games, but I think just it'll kind of give us that extra boost to carry over into the offseason. Definitely that one in Dallas, you know, NFC East rival. The point of the year we were in there kind of was a turning point, roughly. So that one was tough, especially being down there, having a chance to win on the road. That's hard to do in this league. Yeah, that one was tough. In this week's press coverage, former Eagles wide receiver and current radio analyst Mike Quick discusses the big picture here, saying the Eagles now move into the phase of building around franchise quarterback Carson Wentz. Mike, the Eagles finished the season here. What will you remember about this year? Well, I will remember that, you know, we had a really great start and we all got really excited. Certainly remember that. But then it came back to earth and we all realized that this is a team that needs a lot of pieces. This is a team that at first look, that first quarter of the season, they weren't quite ready for primetime stuff. And I certainly remember the fact that I got to see the start of something that I think is going to be real exciting here for a long time. The young quarterback, in my mind, is going to be one of the elite quarterbacks in this league real soon. Can the Eagles bridge the gap between where they are now and the rest of this NFC East in a matter of an offseason? Oh, I truly believe that. I think that you could easily have four NFC East teams with winning records just next year. I certainly believe that this team has just a couple of pieces that's going to make them a much better team. Carson Wentz with a year under his belt, he's starting to see the field better. He's starting to understand when to throw the ball away. He's starting to just make better decisions as a quarterback. As teams start to learn him and start to take away things that he and Doug Peterson tried to do offensively, he's just gotten better with all of these opportunities. And that's why I'm very happy to see him play the entire 16-game schedule because every one of those games every one of those plays, he's learning more and more and adding more and more to his repertoire. And he's just going to be a much better player in the future because of this rookie season where he's been able to play every snap just about. I think Eagles fans might be alarmed. At least I feel this way. Eagles are 6-9, and nine, Cowboys are 13-2. and two, And you wonder how much of a difference is there between these teams? Well, there's a difference. When you look at the schedule and just go by the numbers in the schedule where they stand, the difference is not that. There is a difference, though, and I just believe that it's in the supporting cast. And the fact that the Cowboys are a really good defensive unit, 
they're solid in the run game and they're good in the passing game. Not great in pass defense, but uh, in run defense, they're the best in the league. And that certainly helps your offense, your team overall, when you've got a defense that plays the stellar type of defense that they can play. If you had to look at the Eagles defense, what would you, if in, in a best case scenario, what would you like to add in terms of positions to make this a great defense? I think you start with a pass rusher, someone who can affect the quarterback. I think that's where it all begins. You got to be able to get to the ball. And then after that, it would be a guy that can take away one side of the field as a defender at the cornerback position. If you have those two things, Dave, this defense is completely different. It's a total different defense with just those two elements. A pass rusher, they can't block off the edge. That's going to always affect the quarterback coming off the edge. And a guy that can, at the cornerback position, shut down one side of the field. That's asking a lot. You're talking about two major impact players. You ask me, that's what it would take. You know, you don't have to worry about wide receiver that's on his side of the field because he's not going to do a whole lot. Once you get a guy like that, it really makes it easy for your defensive coordinator. And certainly, it all begins at the quarterback position. So if you can affect the quarterback position, throw off his timing, hit him from time to time, or just speed him up, it makes a difference in in the effectiveness of a quarterback. So two impact players there. How about on the offensive side of the ball? The offensive side of the ball, I just I think there's a, a good offensive line here brewing with the young guys that they drafted in 2016. But on the offensive side, I'd like to see a real threat on the outside, a scary receiver that whenever he goes to one side of the field, the secondary is kind of shifting their focus to that side of the field. That's going to make a big difference with this offense. How about running back now? that you clearly see that Ryan Matthews is banged up, has to have surgery. Uh, I don't know what his plans are for next year, but the Eagles need somebody who's going to be there. And Ryan Matthews has not been there in two years. You know, there's an old saying that availability sometimes is the best ability that a player can have. And the Eagles need a guy who can be a 16-game guy, a guy who can play all three downs, and a guy who's your feature running back. And certainly you want to have a Sproles or a guy like that that you can use out of the backfield to throw the football to, but you want to have a feature back coming out of the backfield. Mike, what will the atmosphere be like on Sunday? I hope it's crazy. I hope it's like Thursday night. And it's the final game, and I think the players, fans alike, should understand that it's going to be a long time before we have football, NFL, Eagles football in the stadium for a long, long time. So you come and enjoy the very last one, and you bring it all out. You let it fly on the field, and up in the stands, you let it fly as well. Well, happy new year, Mike, and many Eagles wins ahead. Thank you, Dave. Hi, I'm tight end Brent Selleck, and you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadaro. Touchdown, Brent Selleck! Now it's time for the Merrill Minute with the Hall of Fame voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese, who looks back at 2016 and takes a peek at 2017 and what could be in store for the Eagles in the very near future. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl! The Eagles are day. It's Groundhog Day! They did it again! corner of the end zone! I don't believe it! This game could be in a museum! I'm looking at this season, the 2016 season, with a feeling of anticipation, with a feeling of excitement, and yet with a feeling of frustration. I'm looking at this past season with a feeling of excitement, the birth of a brand new franchise quarterback who I think is going to go on to an outstanding NFL career, a coach who I feel the players really are behind. They like Doug Peterson, they respect Doug Peterson, but at the same time, there's a real feeling of frustration. I thought the game that changed this season more than any other was the Lions game. 
Eagles were 3-0 and at that point. They had the bye at a bad time. It took them out of their momentum. They got off to a bad start against the Lions, and yet they recaptured that game. They had the lead. All they had to do was hold on to the ball, and the Ryan Matthews fumble let the game escape. So that was a game they should have won, and there were other games they should have won in Dallas, where they had that 10-point lead late in the fourth quarter. They could have won at the Giants. So there were a lot of could-haves and would-haves, but what I see is a team that's very close, a team that has some holes that must be addressed. They must improve. They need another pass rusher. They need help in the deep secondary. They need another impact wide receiver and probably a bell cow back. But every team in the National Football League has holes. There is nobody, including the Cowboys, as well as they've played this year, that doesn't have areas that have to be addressed. So I look at it with a combination of high hopes, but frustration for what could have been. As for the game on Sunday, the Eagles will play their starters and play for the victory. Dallas will likely rest many of its starters for long periods of time, if not the entire game. Looking ahead instead to the postseason. Fran Duffy is here to provide you with our scouting report. Thanks, Dave, and you're exactly right. We don't know what to expect from this Dallas Cowboys team. We know that some of these starters are going to have to play on Sunday afternoon. The question is, how long will they be on the field? But really, when you look at the Eagles and what they're going to try and do, like you said, they are going to try and win this football game. And with Lane Johnson back in the lineup after missing 10 straight games in the middle of the season, it was great to see them get things going back on the ground as well as through the air. Remember, with Lane Johnson in the lineup, now you're allowed to put guys like Alan Barber back inside a guard. You've got Brandon Brooks. You've got Jason Kelsey, Jason Peters on the left side. This is the offensive line that Doug Peterson and this coaching staff wanted to have going into the season. You saw more vertical shots downfield against the New York Giants. I would expect that to continue against the Dallas Cowboys and you got to see this offensive line get out in space. All the draw run plays, the outside zone plays, getting out in the perimeter, getting Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson out in space for guys like Darren Sproles, Byron Marshall. It's going to be really important to see the development of this offensive line, see if they can get back into a groove and really end things on a very high note going into the offseason because honestly with this group, and remember a year ago, we thought this was the group that needed the most improvement going into the offseason. Now with all these young pieces they've added to the offensive line and with guys like Lane Johnson, on the perimeter. This is going to be a really, really big showing just to see where this unit is at going into the offseason and preparing for 2017. Please join us on Sunday evening as we present to you our instant reaction Eagles Live podcast as the Eagles close it up for 2016. The Eagles Live podcast will continue throughout this offseason as the Eagles work for a very bright near future. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Shu for their production work, and thanks to you for joining the Eagles Live podcast. I'm Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, wishing everyone a happy and healthy New Year. Have a great Eagles Day, everyone, and go Eagles! E-A-T-L-E-S!